0: Ready for the cold this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my heating system ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. With 30 years of the business, they really know what they're doing and they can work on any heating system. Burkhart gets your system running right and they can find and fix problems before you really need the heating system this year. Schedule your tune up now with Burkhart at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Thanks so much for being there. Remember the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. A lot of people going on vacation. They want to keep up with the program. You can do that, again, live by listening to the iHeartRadio app or the TuneIn Radio app. Nash FM 106.1 FM. dash 106one and also ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base from all podcasting platforms so you can check out the show at your leisure. And of course uh, our social media platforms at eric underscore asher on Twitter, ericasher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. We post our uh, podcast on uh, the social media platforms each and every evening as well. Uh, today on the program, Mike Triplett is going to join us from ESPN. He'll join us at uh, 5.30 Five this afternoon. Um, Larry Holder taking the day off. Hopefully we can get him before uh, before I'm, I'm out of here for the rest of the week. By the way, we've got some great guest hosts set up. Uh, I'm, I'm going. Um, I'm taking a little uh, Christmas vacation, so uh, I will be out starting on Wednesday all the way until the end of the year so we got two live shows today and tomorrow and then we'll have some live show with some great host um, hosts and i'll announce that tomorrow all the great hosts are going to be uh, going to be stepping in for me uh and it ought to be a lot of fun over the next few days for you to be able to, again uh check out uh some guys that are on this program from uh, from time to time but also again uh, familiar familiar voices for you that'll be uh, uh stepping into uh, the chair and uh, hosting the program uh for the next uh 10 days or so um uh, but as i mentioned Mike Tripper joins us today on the program. But I'll tell you what. First of all, what a weekend it was, right? I mean, we've had some bad weekends. I mean, we really have when it comes to sports. I mean, we just have. It's been tough. It's been a tough time. You know, again, uh, uh, but uh, on Friday night, you had a, uh, a situation where the, uh, where the Pelicans at home beat the world champion, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, and, of course, in a great win. Uh, Drew Holiday came in and played very, very well, but the Pels, again, prevailed. Uh, now, yes, the, the the Bucks were injured, no doubt about that. It is what it is, but guess what? So are the Pelicans, okay? I mean, they're, they're out without, uh, you know, Zion Williamson, who's, who's, again, the centerpiece of the team. So, yes, they were injured. Uh, Pels still trying to find themselves, new coach, uh, new players, et cetera, but they played well, won the last two games, of course, um, Last night's game with Philadelphia was postponed because of uh, COVID-19. And, look, if they could have played that game, they might have beat the Sixers. Sixers were were, uh, were injured even before the COVID-19 outbreak. And then, of course, the uh, on Sunday night, nationally televised audience, the Saints go into Tampa Bay, and they beat the world champion, uh, Bucks as well. So again, uh, uh, the Saints beating Bucks, all uh, being the Bucks, the Pels beating the Bucks, and pretty good weekend for again New Orleans. Nice early Christmas present uh, for New Orleans fans with both uh, the Pelicans uh, and the Saints beating the, the defending world champions over this weekend. And uh, really, really great uh, a weekend for sports. Really was uh, a lot to talk about over the next two hours. We're going to jump into it. Uh, what I saw last night, with, uh, and of course your phone calls as well. Uh, but uh, a lot to be happy about after what you saw last night. There really is. But let me say it right now. I had no expectation the Saints were beating the Buccaneers in Tampa with, with again, Sean Payton out and, and all the other injuries that they were dealing with, with this with this team. And uh, we've talked a lot about this defense throughout the season. And uh, really recently, again, where the defense has not really stepped up and been the defense that we thought they were going to be. Okay, now look, they showed flashes early in the season where they were dominant. Uh, yes, they've had some injuries, but not to the, the degree that we've seen on the offensive side of the ball. But uh, let me tell you something. Last night was as good of a defense that I've seen in New Orleans in my lifetime. As good of a defensive game as I've seen in New Orleans in my lifetime, and I go back to the Dome Patrol, okay, where and where the, the dominant defense is under Jim Moore. Uh, some of the dominant defense is under Jim Haslick. And, uh, you know, again, just amazing, just amazing last night to watch how that defense shut down the world champions, shut down Tom Brady once again, the recipe for success there. And we know what it is, right? It's pressure. We talked about it last week. We've talked about every time the Saints get ready to take on, on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't like players around his legs, doesn't like players around his feet. Tom Brady is not mobile anymore. He, I mean, he's not mobile enough or nimble enough to be able to get out of the pocket. So what do you end up with? If you can keep keep Brady in the pocket, collapse that pocket on him from the inside out. In a lot of cases, he is he is going to falter. He's going to throw interceptions. He's not going to be the goat that everybody again uh, has. And look, rightly so that he is. Okay, there's a way to beat Tom Brady, and the Saints have that recipe for success. And we've seen it over and over again. The last seven pre uh, last seven regular season games, we've seen it. Now, unfortunately, again, the turnovers really crushed them in the playoffs last year. That's one of the reasons why the Bucks beat them and the Saints didn't advance. But that's, you know, that's water on the bridge at this point. You know, you are who you are right now. And the Saints have now climbed back to 7-7 seven and seven after, again, losing five straight. And again, with all the injuries they had to overcome. Injury riddled all season long. I mean, this Saints team did what no one expected them to do last night in Tampa. They beat the, the Bucks for the second, the second time this season the seventh consecutive regular season game. That's dominance, folks. That's, that's, not, that's not by accident. That's dominance. But this one was different. And it was different because they were without head coach Sean Payton. Now, look, I go back to when, when you know, Peyton was suspended for, for the faux bounty, bounty gate uh, 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 situation. And I do say faux because, uh, again, I'll say it again. Uh, the Saints were doing nothing different than any other team did. And, and I'll tell you right now, more than likely, still today, um I would not be surprised if there were bounties on players. I would not be surprised again that the we know again that players gamble inside the locker room. I said it before that they would they would bet on two roaches crawling across the the, the carpet of, of the locker room floor. I've said it for years and years and years just the way it is. Guys got a lot of a lot of lot of money, you know again uh, uh, and you know gambling in between themselves it is what it is. But back when Peyton was suspended, uh, I was one that thought that because Breeze was there, because the team was intact, and they had a strong locker room, and they had strong coaching staff, that maybe again they could they could they could tread water and survive without him. It was proven they couldn't. Matter of fact, it was the beginning of again the end of again a Super Bowl era, for the most part. Because again that was followed by again what three seven and nine seasons. Uh, eventually again Jeff Ireland comes on board. Uh, they start drafting well. Next thing you know again they're right back in the mix for Super Bowls, but unfortunately could never get back there. And I saw I read something on on social media. I wish I could remember who wrote it because again, I, it really I thought it was prolific that the Saints reminded him a lot of the Atlanta Braves in their heyday. You know, again, great teams that should have won one more, won a bunch of uh, a World Series World Series championships, but again, ended up winning one. Saints the same way with with again Peyton and Breeze. Uh, but again, that do your job thing back then uh, when when Peyton was out. I thought they might be able to overcome it. They couldn't. It's hard to be able, again, not have the guy in the building, the guy that, again, that that, that that everybody looks to and to be able to win and sustain winning. This was one game, thankfully, just one game. But, again, it's it's easier to say hard to do, and especially against one of the top teams in the NFL, the defending world champions in their house. No Drew Brees or Peyton for the first time since Katrina. You know the end of the Hassel era, January 20, uh, 2006, You know, hard if not impossible to overcome. Okay, especially when again you're you're missing as many players as the Saints are, and they're they're missing. I mean, I'm going to go into it a little bit later, but just just over the top, just for, for last night. Head coach, two starting all pro tackles, a, a Pro Bowl guard, also all pro wide receiver, starting quarterback, under underwhelming receiving core and tight ends. This team has championship pride they won a lot of games that's why again those that were saying oh man they need the tank for the for a draft pick first of off for what can he pick it seriously okay now again you tell me there's top draft picks out there that ultimately are at the quarterback position uh and and you know may, maybe at that point you might get my you might get my my ear a little bit but but for what this team is again goal has always been for the postseason and it always is the postseason and it continues to be the postseason even if this team has been gutted. This is a team with championship pride that's lost a lot of games that was gutted by a COVID-influenced and reduced salary cap purge. We knew the salary cap purge was coming. We just didn't know COVID-19 and the losses that the league had to take on would have, again, put them in a situation where, again, they had to go even deeper with those cuts. And we're dealing with that now. You're seeing it. It's a tough task to go into Tampa and beat the champs. To silence those cannons, okay, which was a beautiful thing. A 9-0 shutout. No one predicted that. No one predicted that, including myself. Let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. It starts and ends with defense, which was at full strength on all, on all three levels. Okay? Now, now look, let me say this first of all, because I'm not giving the defense a pass for early in the season. They have been the healthiest group all year a, a, as, a, as a group. Yes, they've had some players that have been out. Uh, that have been injured, that, that are key players. Uh, but but they have not sustained the type of physicality, the swarming to the football, uh, uh, the, the the type of defense that we thought would be a championship-type defense when the season started. And we saw flashes of that early, didn't we? We really did. They have not lived up to, the, again, the the preseason expectation of or the self-proclaimed hype all season. We've seen flashes, but last night in Tampa, we saw what we expected to see all season long. This, to me, and I I had to really think about this last night, was the most physical defensive performance since the playoff games that led to the Super Bowl in the 2009-2010 season. It reminded me of the way the defense played against Arizona and Minnesota. The physicality they played with. Now, everybody's going to say, oh, that was a bounty. Again, I'm not buying into the bounty, okay? I've said this before. To me... Again, this was less about a bounty and more about the Viking scandal that, that ultimately, again, the, the commissioner did not did not fine or ultimately again punish Sean Payton, Joe Vitt, and others. Never bought into the bounty, never bought into the bounty scandal, realized that again this was his way of punishing them for Viking, the Viking gate. When I when you look at last night's defense, the way they played, they were physical. I mean they brought the pain physically. They took Godwin out first, okay? Clean tackle, clean tackle. Uh, then it was Evans. He goes out. Then Fournette with, with a helicopter hit. Two Again, two defensive linemen uh, for the Saints. Uh, I think it was Ringo and Holmes put him, put him in a helicopter move where ultimately he had to be helped off the field and they helped into the locker room. All legal hits by the Saints. Every one of those legal hits. Can't say the Saints were, were, were hitting the playing dirty, but they're all legal hits. And with that went the majority of the Bucs' weapons. And now they knew again how the Saints were having to play, right? I mean, the Saints have been weaponless season long, are you kidding me? And they've limped to a 7-7 and record. This team didn't know, couldn't get out of its own way and had the greatest player of all time at the quarterback position, and they couldn't do anything against this Saints defense last night. There's no doubt that... One of the reasons why the Saints won last night was they lost Godwin. They lost Evans. They lost Fournette. But look, let's not sell this defense short here, okay? That would be a slap in the face to everything they did last night. Okay, the reason why the Saints' defense flourished is pressure. Pressure, period, the end. They put pressure on Brady all night. And in most cases with four down linemen, they didn't have to bring the extra player against that offensive line, which is now vaunted as one of the best offensive lines in in the NFL, but the Saints use and abuse them every time they play them, especially Cam Jordan. Jordan was incredible last night, two sacks, coming off again uh, a week where he had to sit out because of COVID-19, broke his 173-game streak of never missing a game as a pro, and he looked rejuvenated. He looked rested, and I'm telling you, he was fast coming off the edge. His two sacks bring him down to his 100th of his career. Just an amazing career for Cam Jordan, an Iron Man. Remember when Cam Jordan first was drafted out of Cal, and he couldn't get a sack, and there were a lot of people in this town that were saying this guy's a bust. He can't even get he can't even get to the quarterback. He was getting close, getting close, getting close, but never getting a sack. Well, 11 years later, 100 sacks later, I think this the, again going to be not 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 just a guy in the Saints Hall of Fame, but he'll be in the NFL Hall of Fame one day. Goes to show you a little bit of patience sometimes. Hopefully, again, that patience will pay off with Davenport and Turner. Hopefully. Davenport last night played well. Look, when he's been in the game this year, he has been disruptive. You cannot you cannot discount that, how disruptive he's been. And then on I mentioned it last week. I'm not seeing the Yon Yamada. I mentioned the last couple weeks. I'm not seeing the Yon Yamada we all thought we were going to see. I'm not seeing that physical guy that, is, again, is stopping the run, disrupting, again, things in the middle of the, uh, of the offense, offensive line and putting pressure on the quarterback. But he brought it last night, man. He brought it last night. He had a sack. Davenport had a sack. And, of course, Cam had two. Seven quarterback hits. Brady was uncomfortable all game long. All game. long, You could see him all game long. And you saw the frustration at the end of the game. You know, throwing throw the, uh, 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 the, uh, the the handheld laptop, tossing it, pissed off, beaten, broken. Saints have Brady's number. It's simple. And it's simple. Pressure. Pressure from the outside, but more, more importantly, pressure up the middle. He hates players around his legs, and the defense got Brady off his launching point all game long. Then came the tackling, something, again, I talked about. They had not been swarming around as a defense. They weren't ferocious in terms of their tackling. Well, they were last night. They were swarming. They were ferocious. Sure tackling, physically beating up the Bucks from the offensive line to the skill positions all night long. The, the Saints laid the wood last night. They didn't have to bring the wood out of, the, out of the, uh, the, the baseball bat out of the old archives, but they brought the wood last night, okay? Dominated. The Bucs ran three plays inside the, the Saints 35 and did not get into the red zone all night. That's some damn good defense. Against, again, the number one offense in the NFL. I mean, amazing. The Bucs' offense was stymied. They, they were unable to move the ball. They couldn't score versus swarming Saints defense all night long. And there's no doubt. Having Davenport back, having Gardner-Johnson back, having Quan back is huge. First of all, especially, again, Davenport, when you start talking about his ability to be the bookend to Cam, that helps. Granison's coming on. Look, Granison's just a little light. He needs to get in the weight room for another year. You see it. He's almost there. But, again, you also see him getting pushed around a little bit at times. But Davenport, again, after, again, being in the league for a few years, if he just stay healthy, he's got everything you want as a defensive end. How long have I been saying this on this program? You know, everybody wants to get on Cam Jordan for this, that, and the other. But Cam Jordan's been in the league 11 years. And Cam Jordan's toward the twilight of his career. Didn't look like it last night. Look rejuvenated. But if you have another pass rusher opposite Cam Jordan, where that, where they have to either play Cam straight up or they have to double-team the other pass rusher, Cam's going to flourish. And we, say that we see this consistently when Davenport's in the game. What are you going to do? Pick your poison at that point. And then when Anya Mata's giving you pressure up the middle, Saints are unstoppable when it comes to, again, rushing the passer. And Brady got a taste of that last night. With Quan back, along with Davis, and then Gardner Johnson at the slot, they are so fast on that second level from sideline to sideline. You saw it over and over again last night. So that was huge. But this is how the Saints defense should have played all season long. And if anything, that's my disappointment. As much as I'm happy about what I saw last night, it tells me, yes, you had some injuries to Davenport, Gardner, Johnson, and Quan throughout the season, but, again, you still should have been good enough to be able to be, again, a dominant defense. And at times on the second and third levels especially, where you haven't had a tremendous amount of injuries, you've been porous. But not last night. Not last night. Saints, again, they, they played like they did last night with this crippled offense, and, of course, there's no excuses. Saints would be better than 7-7 right now. But this is how they should play the rest of the season. I will say this, ladies and gentlemen. This was as much as a defensive win as it much was a team win. And I thought that was huge when you start talking about, again, not just for last night, but going forward. That's because this offense is so anemic right now. The ability to be able to create turnovers, to be able to stop the team uh, the team from even getting into your red zone for an entire for an entire game it's unheard of it's unheard of but that's how dominant the Saints defense was last night all right when we come back we'll talk about the offensive side of the ball and, and uh with what, what the what the bucks did and what they did to alvin Kamara, which again was when i had to go back and calculate the yards in the second half because i i thought that I, again I had something wrong when I was writing down statistics at halftime but I'll tell you more about that when we come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. It is the Christmas holidays. A lot of folks, again, uh, are going out of town. A lot of folks are, are having friends and family coming into town. And if you're having a celebration at your home or, again, your business and the power goes out and, and you need help, uh, a generator from Burkhardt can help you. That's right. Generators from Burkhart are something now that become a prerequisite for anybody uh, that, that owns a home or a business in this town. First of all, they'll come out, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. And then, of course, once you, that, once you come to that agreement, they'll sit down and do a single-day install with you. Financing available for generators as well. Also, again, don't forget about uh, the, the fact that you have, can uh, not only finance those generators, but at Burkhart, when it comes to generators, Uh, They're the experts when it comes to servicing that generator. If you use that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, you need to get it serviced by a professional. If ultimately, again, uh, uh, you need service on your generator, 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to generators and a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. When it comes to generator sales and service, there's only one company to call. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning Heating Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It's a very Carrie Christmas. You could win Carrie Underwood's holiday album, My Gift Special Edition, on vinyl, plus a new record player to listen in classic style. Daily winners will also qualify for a trip or two to Las Vegas to see Carrie Underwood Reflection, the Las Vegas
1: residency at Resorts World in 2022, including air, hotel, and tickets to the show. Listen weekdays for the national text keyword for your chance to win a very Carrie Christmas. Prizes provided by Capitol Records and AEG Presents.
2: This report is sponsored by Hurricane Lawyers HurricaneLawyersLLC.com.
3: Your insurance company
2: screw you. Fight back with a call to Hall, the
3: Hurricane Lawyers. Whether you have a homeowner's business or commercial claim, we'll fight to get you every dollar you deserve. Call 504-832-3000. Hey, hey.
4: Ten Eastbound, your delays are steady from Williams to the airport and delays a solid 10 westbound right at Clearview and on the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid at Canal Boulevard. Delays are steady if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from just before Chaputulas to the Camp Street exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center.
3: DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie or you can visit us online at DAexterminating.com exterminating.com.
1: Traffic is brought to you by Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling.
0: handle. trust is what burkhard air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if you have any problems with your heating system you can trust Burkhart to be there right away and get you back up and running and if you know you need to replace that heating system this year you can trust Burkhart to treat you with respect and get the job done right and you can always trust Burkhart to give you a fair price for heating this year trust Burkhart. visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them eric sent you back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to each and every one of you. Hope you guys have a wonderful new year as well. Saints started off right for us, right? Early Christmas present. I'll also, got to give Pell give some credit here, too. They won their last two. They beat the world champion Milwaukee Bucks um, here in uh, New Orleans on, on Friday night. Of course, that was a precursor to the Saints beating the world champion um, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks on, um, on Sunday uh, in Tampa. Uh, nice Christmas present for those uh, of us uh, that uh, live in New Orleans and uh, Saints and Pelican fans all over the country. Uh, no doubt about it. Well I tell you what, as I mentioned, just an incredible defensive effort by this team last night. Uh but the Bucks defense was pretty good as well, okay? Um the, the the key the recipe for success for the Bucks, especially again with Taysom at quarterback and the lack of weapons at the wide receiver position and also again inconsistently inconsistency with the pass catchers uh when it comes to the tight end position was to take Kamara out of the game. Uh, Kamara had 31 com- combined rushing and passing and rushing and receiving yards uh, at the end of the first half, and I do remember. Uh, I'm getting some feedback here, Rudy. Uh, I do remember thinking to myself that, um, man, he's just a just a little bit of daylight away from breaking a few. Uh, but they got even. They even doubled down on him. In, in, after the second half, uh, he ended up with 31 yards rushing and receiving for the game. Now that's very kamara like, but it goes to show you again how tough sledding it was for him versus again the fast linebackers of the Bay Buccaneers, David uh, and, and 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 you know of course White, both guys are, are, are again Pro Bowl if not all Pro linebackers. Uh, they can match Kamara with the, with the speed. And then you look at, again, the defensive line, you know, how they played. Uh, again, just a very, very physical defensive line. And, and look, just a really good defensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. Uh, Callaway was the other weapon. Again, six catches, 112 yards. But offensively, they struggled. They just did, okay? I mean, nine points on the board. Uh, at times, again, so many three and outs, too many to really count off the top of my head. Uh, but they, they persevered. They got they got it done uh, in in a tough struggle. And you would think again, running the ball and playing good defense would get it. We get it done. No, this was again trying to be able to eke out something on offense, and then don't turn the ball over, and then turn it over the defense to shut down the Tempe Bucks offense. Again, which again was they were doing it with physicality, physicality. Taysom, look. I think we're going to find out more about him over the next three games, but I think that, again, we've already got a, a, a clearer picture of who he is. He's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's not. He's not. I mean, again, hopeful that 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 he would be able to do that uh, on, on a very, very high level um, in, this, um, in this season, especially, again, when it was needed for him down the stretch here. And, and I'm not knocking the kid or, or the man because he's 31 years old. But he missed a lot of wide-open receivers, and he does, okay? If you go back and you look and you, you go in slow motion, and you you know, you can freeze frame uh, again. Or if you got the all-22, you'll see it even better. Players that are open, that again, when he's going through, and it's, he's going through his progressions, but he's doesn't throw receivers open like Peyton, like, like I'm sorry, like Breeze did. And either he's not seeing the players break open, or he's being very, very conservative not to turn the ball over. But that hurts you because, again, you're not pushing the envelope here. Uh, it's an issue. Now, he had 5.7 yards per pass play yesterday. He was, seven, he was 13 of 2,754 yards, but no turnovers. He ran the ball 11 times for 33 yards. He was, uh, again, sacked twice. He was hit three times, uh, three three quarterback hits. Uh, and, and, of course, there were 10 tackles for loss total by the, by the Bucs uh, defense. But the Saints got three field goals, and that's all they needed. So if you look at this just snapshot for right now, you hope that Taysom is is growing and he's seeing the things that he's missing when he goes into the film room during the week. And and I know that Peyton and Carmichael are pointing these things out to him, but maybe he's just a little gunshot here. Because there are plays to be made downfield, but they're not making them. And, again, you can blame the finger. You can blame anything you want. Ultimately, I just think that he's gunshot. He's not willing to be able to put the ball at risk because he doesn't want to turn the ball over. We saw a lot of that with Jamison early, didn't we? Jamison, Jameson, uh, when you talk about Jamison, he did not want to turn the ball over. And a lot of cases held the ball too long. It wasn't until the Tampa Bay game on Halloween where he decided, "Hey, man, I can't hold the ball anymore. This offensive line is not is not giving me the protection I need, and I need to start running." And of course, that ended up with again the horse-collar tackle, Devin White, out for the season with a knee injury, and the Saints' fortunes changed right there on the loss of, of Jameis Winston. And where we where the Saints could be right now with Jameis Winston at quarterback, because they go on that five-game losing streak. But Taysom is, again, he's got, he's got to hold serve here. He's got to be able to, again, keep this team in ball games, And the best way he can do that in a lot of cases is, is again, his mobility. But even with his mobility, ladies and gentlemen, I'll say this right now, he's a different quarterback than, than, again, some of the scrambling quarterbacks that we see in the NFL today. He is a power runner, but yet he's not great when he's rolling out, throwing the football. He's not accurate. He's not accurate, again, when he's in the pocket unless his feet are set. And in a lot of cases, his decision-making, again, in terms of throwing the football and, 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 and then deciding to run when, when ultimately something's not there, it's, a lot of times it's too late. And although he's, he's fast, I don't know how quick he is. When I say quick, quick enough to be able, again, get away from a defensive lineman like we've seen with so many of today's quarterbacks that, that are, are versatile runners. Physical runner, but maybe not the quickness that you need. So he's got to make a decision quicker than he is when he's going to run the football. Now look, he gets ahead of steam and he's out there. Nobody wants to get in front of him, but he's got to get the head of steam. He's got to turn the corner. Can't get him going sideline to sideline because the guys are going to catch him. He's not going to beat the guy, beat a defensive lineman or even a linebacker to the corner, to the corner, to, to, depending on again the speed of that individual. So there are some shortcomings there. That's why he's so much better as a jack of all trades if you got a bona fide quarterback. But as a, as a backup to come in for a few games, to, again, to get you where you need to go, he's, he's, he, is a, he is a backup quarterback. He can do it as a backup. I don't know if he can do it as a, as a starter. But the one thing he's not doing right now, coming off that Dallas game where he had four interceptions, he's not turning the ball over. And that's got to be the key to this team, especially, again, now that Maher looks like, again, he's found his stroke. Three field goals last night, 35, 39, and 42. That 42-yard field goal, a tremendous amount of pressure because you know, again, based on what the defense has done up to this point, you get that third field goal, you're probably going to win the game because Tampa hasn't been able to move the ball on you at all. And by that time, what they had lost, uh, Evans and, and Godwin, I think they had lost by Fournette by that time. And then, of course, Gilligan. Another huge part of this of this team, because the Saints are now playing defense and special teams because they don't have that prolific offense. Nine punts last night, forty five point eight yard average. He down downed, uh, downed uh, four of those inside the twenty and along a fifty eight. So defense, special teams, and and don't lose the ball on don't lose the game on offense. Taysom is who he is. Maybe he continues to grow. Who knows? But he's 31 years old. See, that's the other part of it. When you talk about Taysom. how much can you how much can you invest in a guy that's 31 years old? To me, jack of all trades. He's signed for four years. If you need him in a, in a pinch, as an emergency quarterback, you bring him in uh, for a few games and be done with it. We'll see again how that's going to play out. But for right now, they got. He's driving the he's driving the vehicle. He's the guy that again has to be in the be in a position to be able to not lose the game for the Saints going forward. Plus the defense can play like they have been. Also, I do want to say, the coverage, coverage units continue to be fantastic. Now, look, there were some plays where again uh, the returners for for Tampa got got away a little bit, but for the most part, between again downing the ball within the inside the ten to twenty, uh, getting downfield, that rarely do they miss a tackle. Rarely are they involved in, in again getting a penalty. It's just a very very disciplined uh, special teams for this for the Saints team. So. Two of the three parts of this team right now, defense and special teams, are playing at a very, very high level. Just see now that it looks like, again, the field goal kicking situation has been, uh, has been uh, solved. I'm saying that I'm crossing my fingers, crossing my toes, and hoping that, again, I'm not putting the whammy on, on the field goal kicking going forward. Offense just has got to move the ball, try to get in the scoring position, and then, you know, again, almost like, again, going back to the Jim Moore days. Even though, again, I will say to this day that, again, Moore had more firepower than, than, than he thought he had. And if he ultimately would have got a decent wide receiver to go along with Eric Martin uh, and, and Bobby Bear and, 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 uh, and Dalton Hilliard at all, they would have been a more prolific offense. But they were always playing for Morton Anderson to kick the long field goal and, and, and that, that vaunted defense to be able to, again, keep them in games. Almost the same recipe for success for this team as going forward to get into the playoffs. Play strong defense, again, have solid special teams, and just hope that somehow your offense is going to be able to score and not turn the ball over. Because that's where you are. You're crippled right now on offense. No no team has been able to suffer suffer the amount of offensive injuries that this team has and continue to win. Saints were able to do that last night in Tampa. When we come back, we'll talk more about it. We'll talk about the coaching staff. We'll talk about, again, what happened on the defense. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. Stick around. Hickory & Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Dillon at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They me? cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry Alrighty, mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Cosmate I-10 in metaphor. Are you ready for the cold this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my heating system ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. With 30 years of the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any heating system. Burkhardt gets your system running right, and they can find and fix problems before you really need the heating system this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you.
2: This is Robert Maddox, owner of Han Roofing. I'd like to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday. The Children's Hospital of New Orleans played a very special part in our lives in 2009. They saved our son. We spent over 500 days admitted in the hospital. We wanna give back. We're gonna give $500 for every Ida Storm roof we do, over 3,000 square feet. So if you sign a contract with us in the month of December, we're gonna give $500 to the hospital. Call us today for a free estimate
3: nothing says i love you like the gift of diamonds a diamond pendant a diamond anniversary band a pair of diamond earrings and around here the diamond destination is diamonds direct with our decades of experience our worldwide connections our legendary value diamonds direct is here to help make this christmas the most unforgettable ever our showcases are filled with exquisite diamond rings earrings pendants bracelets bands can't miss gifts with lasting value and beauty And now, through the end of December, you can get four years, zero interest financing on any holiday purchase. If you're planning an engagement this holiday season, this special finance offer includes all of our designer engagement rings and all certified diamonds. Buy now. Spread your payments over four years with zero interest. Say, I love you louder than ever this holiday with the gift of diamonds from Diamonds Direct. Get holiday store hours, directions, finance details, and see our online gift guide at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit.
2: On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. What's all the buzz about nasal irrigation and Navage, Navage, Navage? And should I try it? Here's the science. Airborne germs invade through your nose. It's the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses. When your nose gets clogged, it's less effective and germs multiply. Eventually, your immune system can get overwhelmed and you get sick. Nasal irrigation is an effective, all-natural way to clean your nose. It's not a drug. It's more like plumbing. Saline goes in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Novage to make cleaning your nose easy. It's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navaj pulls out the bad stuff so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. At Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and Walmart. Or go to Novage.com for a free gift with purchase. Over $2 million sold. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life.
3: Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Prospero Ano y Felicidad,
5: Feliz Navidad.
0: Welcome back to your listening to Inside New Orleans. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to each and every one of you. Saints uh, last night didn't turn the ball over but what uh, Tom Brady did. Uh, they, he did it twice. First of all it was the, uh, the Cam strip uh, fumble uh, and uh, from behind. Cam had two third down sacks, huge sacks last night, two third down sacks. Of course, that fumble was recovered by Lattimore and then the dagger. In the fourth quarter the cj gj interception and of course the uh the stare down that you saw in, into brady's eyes and that even brady had to laugh and then ultimately again led to that microsoft surface tablet being being crushed uh by brady on the sidelines but let me say this i give a tremendous amount of credit uh to the coaching staff okay what 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 happened on with this team on short notice tells you everything you need to know Ben, again, how good this coaching staff is, the continuity of the coaching staff, uh, and how deep this staff is. On short notice, they had to shift responsibilities. It's amazing when you think about it. They found out what on late Friday that Peyton had tested positive, and he was out on Saturday. So all of a sudden, they got to shift their duties. Uh, not only is Dennis Allen the, head, the defensive coordinator calling all the defensive plays, but he's the head coach. Pete Carmichael goes into his mode as, again, the, as the offensive play caller. Uh, Darren Rizzi is a special teams coach, but again, Allen consistently said it last night that he assisted him in in in-game decisions. Um, The whole coaching staff had to take on more responsibilities, and that's not easy in in a 24- to 48-hour period. And and just the presence of, when you lose the presence of somebody like Peyton on the sidelines, it's huge. There's always a drop-off. There was no drop-off yesterday. You know, normally, again, players don't want to come to the sidelines when they mess up because they get the ire of Peyton. And then maybe, again, it's like, it's like the substitute teacher shows up. We saw it back again when Peyton was suspended for the year. Eventually, guys just don't take the coaching staff seriously, right? Well, they took this coaching staff seriously last night. And it was, a, it was, again, a rallying point for every single player in that organization last night, every single coach, again, to not let Sean Peyton down, to not let themselves down, and to go out and, again, beat the world champs in their backyard. There was no cannon fire last night. No cannon fire last night at Tampa. I get so tired of hearing those cannons go off, and we didn't hear go off one. They were silenced. Saints shut out the Bucks nine, nothing. Just a total team win. Now, this could set this team up for a run to the playoffs. They're 7-7. Seven seven. they got three games left. Miami's won six in a row. They'll have them on, on the Monday night after, after Christmas. And then, of course, it's a rematch with Carolina and Atlanta. Again, uh, that may give them a chance to shore up their, their, their conference record. But again, if you could sweep the last four, you're in the playoffs. You're in the playoffs. Okay, so now you've you've beaten Tampa. You got three more left in this last quarter. You win those last three, you're in the playoffs. This team again, I think, can grow and can build on, on what they what they what they did last night. This is something that again, when when you rally, when this team has had to deal with adversity all. Off se- all off season, all during the season. I mean, it's been one thing after another. And, and they continue to be able to, again, push through it. Look, it's hard for a team that, that again, is full of guys that, again, the only thing they've ever done with the organization is win. And then you go on a five-game losing streak? I mean, that's just foreign ground. I mean, I said this on social media the other day. You know, when when Peyton went out, they still had Breeze. And even in those 7-9 and nine seasons when the Saints were, were, were again, substandard, uh, by by especially by Peyton standards, they had Drew Brees. Brees was worth two wins, two to three wins right there. Okay, but that was not a very good team during that 7-9 season. But this is a good team. Yes, they've been gutted by the salary cap. There's no doubt about that. And especially on the offensive side of the ball, when, when you have the injuries as deep as they do. But defensively, they played last night like a championship team. Now, if they could sustain that from now until the playoffs and beyond, This team has got got a chance. I'm not saying they're winning a Super Bowl. (laughs) They're they're not not good enough on offense to win a Super Bowl. But they're good enough to be able to make some noise and upset some people if they can sustain this. That's the question. But for last night, that moment, in that stadium, at that time playing who you played, Tom Brady, and again the defending world champions, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful to see. With everything going against this team for them to overcome that and to be able to win tells you everything you need to know about the Saints organization. and also tells you this thing. I will tell you this right now. They will not be down long, ladies and gentlemen. Between Jeff Ireland, Sean Payton, uh, the draft, free agency, Mickey Loomis with the cap, they're going to shore up this offense. And this team will be back. And they'll be back again competing for division championships. We'll see how it plays out, especially this season with Tampa so injured now. Does Tampa come back to the pack? It's not off the p- ground with possibility that they don't come back to the pack. Again, the film is out there now. The film is out there on, again, how you, how you beat the Tampa Bay Bucks. All you got to do is watch how the Saints have done it over, over again, seven consecutive regular season games. Pressure Tom Brady. Don't forget about my friends at Burkard Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your AC system, heating system, it breaks down, you need it serviced, they're there for you. Need certified technicians, highest certification in the industry, and they are authorized to sell some of the top brands uh, in all the land. Burkard Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what'd you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie.
5: festivals football the great outdoors some people say fall is the best time of the year it may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against covid19 brought to you by biontech and pfizer macy's last minute gift sale is going on now with an extra 20 percent off great gift ideas for everyone on your list with your coupon or macy's card not sure what to get give a gift card and let them decide Shop your local Macy's early and late and get your gift orders faster when you pick up curbside or in-store. Plus, it's time to spend your Macy's money on anything. No merchandise exclusions. Details at macy's.com slash macy's money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
0: To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we gave the song surprisingly great lyrics. Here we go. It's
1: so cheap. Yeah, I got a great rate
2: State Farm is there. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed.
5: Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you.
0: All right, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming up. Mike Tripp is going to join us at 535. We'll get his take on on the New Orleans Saints and their win over Tampa and what we can expect going forward. Coming up in hour number two, we'll talk about how nauseated it was last night to hear Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth talk about the injured Bucks. We'll also talk about the Pels. Uh There's some uh, there's some rumors out on the LSU front on who may be the defensive and offensive coordinator. We'll talk about that, and of course we'll talk more about the Saints game. By the way, LSU basketball, both men's and women, both ranked, doing well. We'll talk about that. All coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you till six. Are you ready for the cold this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my heating system ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. With 30 years of the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any heating system. Burkhardt gets your system running right, and they can find and fix problems before you really need the heating system this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you. Two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM, NASH ICON. Privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. A lot of folks on the road. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. Also, again, we are everywhere when it comes to the podcast. Anchor's our home base for on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it. Nash FM 106.1 and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And of course, this week uh, will be this week and next week will be a best of of uh, Inside New Orleans uh, sports. So uh, I believe we've got the we're going to replay the the show that we did with Roe Brown uh, before he went uh, into the um, Louisiana Hall of Fame. Um, and then um, it's either going to be Kenny Trahan and Roe Brown, uh, where they were looking back at the history of sports in New Orleans, and that was a really good show because Kenny and Roe, again, they're, they're, they're historians. Uh, they go back, you know, to the ABA Bucs, uh, obviously the NBA Jazz, uh, the, the, you know, the great teams of Tulane, LSU, UNO, UNO and, and, of course, LSU uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, football, basketball, and baseball. Uh, obviously l s u and o did not have a a, a football team uh, but um, and then and then saints you know the 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 origins of the new orleans saints uh, it 'll be that show or again they 'll replay the, the the Pete Finney interview his last interview he did uh before he passed and uh, it 'll be one of those three shows that, that'll that 'll be part of the over the next two weeks uh, as i 'm going to take a little bit of a, of a hiatus for christmas vacation uh, My trip is going to join us at the bottom of this hour, looking forward to that. Uh, as always, Mike doing a great job for ESPN. He'll give us his take on what he saw last night uh, with the Saints and Bucks. Let's jump into it. We really jumped into, again, our, our my thoughts on, on the game last night. We've got a few more things I want to hit on, and then I want to get into some uh, uh, some, uh, some other things uh, with LSU. Uh, also, again, with, uh, with the Pels as well. First of all, congratulations to Cam Jordan. 100 sacks for his career, um, and he's been a, a mainstay for this team as a leader on and off the field. Uh, in the locker room, uh, on the field, also, again, in the community. Uh, and, and as I mentioned the first hour, I can remember when he came in from Cal, a lot of people believed he was a bust, right? Um, and the fact that uh, he, uh, you know, he I don't think he had a sack his first year. He was close, but he didn't get sacks his first year. And all of a sudden now, what is it, 11 years later, 100 sacks. And, again, he is the consummate defensive end. Can play the run, can play the pass. He can pass rush from the inside, pass from the outside. Yes, he's getting a little bit older, but, again, he's still, again, a – look, you put him out there, he can still play defensive end in the NFL. He might not be able to play defensive end up to, again, what his salary is right now, but he can still play defensive end in the NFL at a high level. And you saw a little bit of that last night. There is no doubt in my mind, based on, again, his stats, what he's been able to do, an all-around player, that, again, he is going to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. First of all, you get 100 sacks. That that that's a prerequisite uh, for you to be able to get in. When you get 100 sacks, uh, he is only second behind Ricky Jackson you know, with the New Orleans Saints in terms of sacks, and um, just again a class act and and a leader for this team on and on on and off the field. And uh, again, congratulations to him. Uh, after having to sit out last week with COVID, breaking his consecutive game streak, never missed a game in his career. So you know that dude played injured throughout most of his career and never couldn't get him off the field. COVID got him off the field. And as he said, got, had the sniffles, really didn't have any, any, any sickness from, from the, uh, the test. And that's one of the reasons why we're seeing both the NBA and the NFL changing their protocols where they're not going to test uh, uh, those that are vaccinated who are asymptomatic. Uh, because that's the situation with uh, with Cam Jordan last week. Also, uh, again, uh, Godwin is out for the season with an ACL injury. Uh, we don't know anything about Evans. We don't know anything about Fournette. But Godwin is now out with an ACL injury after PJ Williams uh, hit uh, to his lower extremity. Uh, he's out, uh, and you know that that weakens the um, the Bucks some. But let me say something right now. Um, I, I got so tired of hearing this last night. I mean, honestly. I like Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. A lot of people don't like Collinsworth. I do, okay? I, I do. But I, they nauseated me last night, okay, with all this talk, you know, again, about the in-game injuries to Godwin, Evans, and Fournette. Now, I know Michael said it at one point, yeah, the Saints have been really injured too. But, again, then the national media picked up on it all today. All they keep hearing is, oh, the Saints beat them, but, yeah, wait a minute, they lost Fournette and Evans and Godwin. Uh, meanwhile, ignoring the fact the Saints have been one of the most injured teams in the NFL this season. Okay? Uh, no head coach last night. So, again, the leader of the organization, okay? The alpha of the organization. Sean Payton is not there. Your bookend tackles, they're all pros, by the way. They're not Pro Bowlers, they're all pros. Ramschek and Armstead, they're out. A Pro Bowl, um, uh, your Pro Bowl guard, and a lot of people don't like him, okay? But he's a Pro Bowl guard, and he's made it more than one time. Andres Pete, he's out for the year. Your all pro wide receiver hadn't been on the field this year for you, And Michael Thomas, all right? Um, your only weapon at wide receiver and an all-pro, again, um, uh, returner and Deontay Harris, out. Suspended because of the DUI. Um, your starting quarterback, Jameis Winston, out. Three rota- rotational defensive linemen. Passing yo, Turner, your first-round pick, and Dalton, who really had come on as an undrafted free agent, was, was, was really wreaking havoc before he got injured and went to IR. All out. Oh, by the way, your kicker, Lutz, is out that might have cost you two games this year at least okay and then your backup tight end who is now is is this year's version of Josh Hill and, and Garrett Griffin he's out he's on IR i mean seriously i mean when you look at the, this is the problem it was like michael lee this week Again, writing about the Pelicans and their injury problems. Michael Lee is a is a guy that covered the NBA for two decades, and he put out a tweet last on Friday that was mind blowing, saying that again that the that the NBA needs to intervene in New Orleans because of all the injuries. And he started with Drew A. D. and then he went to the Zion. He went all the all the injuries the the, the Pels have had. I even had to tell him, okay, via via tweet. You know, it was, honestly. Well, I was stunned by it, okay, that, that a media member that covered the the, the league for, for, for 20 years would not know what's going on in New Orleans with the Pelicans and injuries. Yeah, pre-Zion, they had injury problems, okay? There's no problem. Again, the medical staff was horrible. The training staff was horrible. But, again, since Zion's been here, that's all changed. But yet a guy like that on a national level can't figure it out and they put out a stupid tweet like that. Here's Al Michaels. Here's Chris Collinsworth. They prepare for this show. They prepare for the game. And, and again, they're not realizing how, how injured the Saints have been all year long. Media members, again, on the national level, who look at this from a macro uh, situation, not again looking at this and going, man, this is a mass shooting of the Saints. How injured they've been. Saints won a five game losing streak because they lost their starting quarterback. So, you know, this has not just been one game where, again, the Saints lost players like against Tampa. This is the season long. Nothing but bad luck, bad breaks, adversity. This is the second issue with COVID, again, when it comes to the coaching staff, okay, When uh, this year. But the Bucs got injury problems, right? Their injury problems were because the Saints defense beat the crap out of them last night. That's what their injury problems were for. So, I mean, just sickening to be able to just hear that over and over and over again last night. Um, you know, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, also, um, the Pels. Got to give them a lot of credit over the last last few games. First of all, uh, winning two in a row, they beat Oklahoma City, and then, then they beat the Bucks. Uh, the seventy-six game was postponed last night because of a COVID outbreak in Philly. Now, let me tell you something: Pels are playing much better basketball right now. If you're not paying attention, a lot of people aren't. I know. Okay, you're not. You, you've dismissed them, but they were playing much better basketball right now. It's kind of a shame that that Philadelphia game was postponed because I'm telling you they were a little bit injured going into this game, much like the Bucks were. Okay. And if it wouldn't have been for a COVID postponement, the, the Pels might have had a shot uh, to be able to steal one. As I mentioned, as we opened up the program today, Pels beat the defending the defending champion Buck. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, Milwaukee Bucks on Friday. Saints beat the defending champion Tampa Bay Bucks on Sunday. So both defending world champions beat by the New Orleans professional teams over the weekend. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. I want to talk a little bit about LSU. There's some there, there's some rumors out there about the possible. Um, uh, possible uh, move on in terms of the defensive coordinator, and offensive coordinator. Also, again, the uh, the the, Kelly has decided again to uh, to let a coach go. He's not going to be able to bring a coach back. And then also again, that plays a some pretty good basketball up Bat Rouge as well. So we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hey, don't forget about my friend, the Southern Tire. Look, a lot of folks are going on the road, right? Taking your vehicle out on the road. Uh, Again, one thing you can do is you can bring it over to Southern Tire and let them, again, uh, check your vehicle out. Make sure, again, that everything's in proper working order. Uh, Maybe change your fluids for you, rotate your tires, make sure your tire's are in good shape before you take the family out on the road. Again, that preventive maintenance that they do, again, is second to none. Uh, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment uh, that you get at the dealerships, if not better, okay, Uh, because I've told you before, uh, they have some diagnostic equipment the dealerships don't even have. And then, of course, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Uh, Something for everyone's budget. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and yes, financing is available. If you want a company you can trust with your vehicle, whether it's your own personal vehicle or or a fleet account, why don't you bring it on over to Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. They be Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. And I'm telling you folks, in this town, in our city, you don't stay around that long unless you're taking care of your customers. The Piazza family does that at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie.
1: Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at nashfm1061.com. This
2: report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of the year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Delays
4: remain solid on 10 eastbound from Williams to Power. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. Look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal. And delays pick back up 10 westbound from Causeway to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 Merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 Merge. Be mindful of delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway from before Chapultepec to the O'Keefe-Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles-Corandolette exit. I'm Ed Robinson, broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
3: DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com.
1: Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years.
2: Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed.
5: Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you.
3: It's the most wonderful time
0: of the year. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher, with you until six. Thanks so much for being there. By the way, I misspoke earlier. I said Al Michaels. It was Mike Tirico that was uh, was with um, uh, with Chris Crowlinsworth last night again, just talking over and over again about the Bucks and and uh, the uh, about the Bucks and and everything that was going on with 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 the injuries there. All right, um, some quick things on LSU. First of all, congratulations to the LSU basketball teams. Um, I don't know how many people are paying attention because it's, it, it's you know, pre-conference. Uh, but the Tigers men's team are now 16th in the coaches poll and 17th in the AP. Uh, they're undefeated. They're 11-0 uh, as SEC play starts now. And uh, they are playing really good basketball. First of all, if you're thinking, oh, this is like LSU's teams in the past with Will Wade. They don't play a lick of defense. This team plays defense, okay? Uh, this team, again, will get you fired up watching them play because they defend so well. I love teams that play good defense, and this team plays defense. This team will get up on you, and, again, will we'll ride you uh, for, for, for the entire game. And, uh, again, I'm interested to see, again, once they get into conference play how they're going They're going, they're going, to, uh, going to deal with uh, the SEC going forward. And then Kim Mulkey's uh, women uh, are now 9-1. They've, they've won eight in a row. They're 22nd in the nation. Uh, so, again, um, uh, really, look, as football kind of fades, you know, when we get into, you know, uh, late January, February, uh, into March Madness, uh, LSU looks like they're going to be around in both the men's and women's side. Uh, it might make a little noise this year when it comes to the tournament. On on the football front, um, Blake Baker, the linebacking coach, was not retained uh, by the Tigers. Brian Kelly's not retaining him. Um, football Scoop had something this past weekend that was interesting. Uh, you know, we've talked about it on the program, right? What's going on with the Tigers? How come uh, Brian Kelly has not named a defensive offensive coordinator? And we've mused that, well, it's probably somebody that's still involved either in collegiately in the playoffs or still with the NFL playoffs. And according to Football Scoop, that's exactly what's going on. Uh, supposedly, uh, Kelly is targeting NFL assistant head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Matt House, uh, for their defensive coordinator. He's in his third season coaching linebackers for KC. Of course, he was there with them when they, when they earned a Super Bowl ring in 2019 and, uh, and was was there in 2020 when they all, all, also made it there, almost made it there. Um, they've uh, supposedly, again, uh, Once they finish their season, that could be Super Bowl, right? That's when when House would be able to come over. Uh, But, again, uh, he would probably also coach the linebackers as defensive coordinator. And a lot of people are musing. That's why they feel like maybe, again, ultimately Blake Baker was not retained. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, The All football scoop also uh, said in their report that Kelly's targeting Cincinnati's Mike Denbrock as their offensive coordinator position. Uh now again they're they're preparing for again this, uh, the the college football uh, s- uh semifinal game against Alabama. That's on on New Year's Eve. Uh so ultimately again uh, if Alabama wins then he'll be he'll be he'll be available uh shortly after that to be able to take the job. Uh Denbrock has been with uh with Kelly in the past. Uh so it'll be interesting to see again what, what type of offense he's ultimately going to um, uh going to run, but those are the two that at least football scoop is saying. Uh, that uh, that Kelly has targeted. Now let me say this: that's Football Scoop. They've been pretty good on on again the uh, the, the coaching hires throughout uh, college football in this past year, uh, but it's been very very close to the vest for uh, for the. Um, very, very close to the vest for, for the, the Tigers and also Brian uh, Brian Kelly and Scott Woodward on, again, the direction they're going to go to in, in terms of the offensive defensive coordinator uh, positions. And it kind of makes sense. You would think that by now they'd probably have those guys in place, getting them out, recruiting, unless they're in a situation where their teams are still alive, whether it be on the NFL level or on the collegiate level. So, again, that's at least what Football Scoop is saying about the possibility of, again, who may be the defensive coordinator uh, and the offensive coordinator uh, for the LSU Tigers. And, you know, we'll see how it kind of plays out here before it's all said and done. Also, again, uh, remember the Saints play on Monday night uh, this week. So a little bit more rest for everyone after, after again, a big win. Look, emotionally, you've got to be able to put this, this game behind you. The biggest problem the Saints have had this year, and it's been for a while now, is playing down to competition. Now, look, Miami's won six in a row. Uh, you know, they're due. Uh, and, and the Saints, you know, again, if they can, I don't know how much offense they're going to generate, but they can play the type of defense they're playing. They can hang with anybody that's left on their schedule. This is about, about it. They're a better team than Carolina. They're a better team than Atlanta. And I would say on paper, they're a better team than, uh, than Miami, but I can't, I can't, Go go! Well, I can't go over overboard with that because again, offensively, uh, they have been uh, they, they've been futile up to this point. Uh, it, it it will help obviously uh, if uh, you know Camara can have a big day. Uh, Ingram is back. He ran into a brick wall last night over and over again with that that, that front of the uh, uh, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we you know we seen look you're seeing Callaway emerge here, right? You know. <laughs> The the great thing about this is, in a lot of cases, guys are getting playing time. So we're gonna next year, you're gonna have a chance to be able to see again if these guys had a chance to be able to grow uh, from the playing time they've got. Callaway looks like he might be one of those guys. So all of a sudden, again, Michael Thomas comes back. Um, you look at maybe again drafting a wide receiver, bringing in a a veteran wide receiver, and then if if Callaway's your third or fourth option, that's pretty darn good. Okay, that's pretty darn good. Eventually, see what's gonna happen with Traquan Smith again at the end of the season. Uh, you know, he's a very good blocker. Uh, just, again, has not, not, really not lived up to that third-round billing, that, again, from 2018. Uh, but, look, he's the most accomplished receiver they got on the team right now. But, again, to me, the, the, the biggest game-breaker they got uh, is Callaway, and he proved that again last night, getting open. Look, there was that one pass uh, where he did the post where the ball was behind him, and, again, he had to make the adjustment on the ball on the fly to catch that ball. Uh, again, that was a, he, one of the two big, long passes that Taysom completed last night, and a lot of that was in all Callaway. So he's growing as, as, as a wide receiver. But there's no doubt, again, look, Saints just don't match up well. Hopefully, again, again, this week will be the last, if I'm not mistaken, this will be the last game of suspension for Harris. He'll be back for the Carolina-Atlanta games, so that'll give him a little bit of a boost when it comes to um, uh, the wide receiving core. But uh, Esau Winston's done a nice job in terms of returning kicks and punts. Can't say he hasn't. He's done a nice job for sure. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Mike Trip is going to join us on the program. We'll get his take on what's happening with the Saints. Uh, again, big win last night. Huge win for the organization. Huge win for the psyche of the team. This is something that can carry over for the rest of the season when you have a win like that. When you win with, again, as many injuries as they're dealing with. And then your head coach is gone. And then, and then ultimately, again, you've got to win on defense where you've got to put up a spectacular effort. Where you shut a team down. Where you don't let them, again, go past your 35. Where they don't get into the red zone okay, uh, for, for the entire game. And oh, by the way, the guy that's under center is the greatest of all time, first ballot Hall of Famer. So, again, that's something you can build on going forward. And hopefully they'll be able to do that. It'll be interesting to see what's, what's going to happen uh, with that. Uh, uh, as they, again, take on Miami, who's, again, riding high. And then, of course, finishing off with two division games against Carolina and Atlanta. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning and heating system, they are the experts, not just the service after the sale, which, again, I'm always talking about, but, again, uh, treating your home like their home, treating your business like their, like their business, going in. After they sit down with you, a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of the air conditioning and heating system, you pick the unit, they install it. And, of course, like you, you won't even know they're there the attention to detail, the expertise, and, of course, again, uh, politeness. Everything that goes into, again, a great experience when you're dealing with a contractor, you're going to get it with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Again, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, for a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me. Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhart to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. time off Bourbon Street. Are you ready for the cold this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my heating system ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. With 30 years of the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any heating system. Burkhardt gets your system running right, and they can find and fix problems before you really need the heating system this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you.
4: NOLA Christmas Fest is back at the New Orleans Convention Center. Let's sneak a peek inside our magical North Pole Passageway to see all the fun you can have on the Kringle Carousel, big freezy ice rink, candy cane climb, and so much more. Take a selfie with my North Pole pals and see all the fun things we do at the North Pole Elf Village. It's going to be great. Tickets are limited, so tell your friends and family to get their tickets at nolachristmasfest.com. We're going to have a magically good time. services may vary a participating dealer subject to applicable lawsuit dealer for details
1: want to hear how I almost got off the naughty list this year I helped Santa save gazillions by having him download Capital One Shopping to his computer Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout you can download it too and save a bundle you don't even need a Capital One card and it's free so why didn't I get off the naughty list turns out Santa's a stickler for naughty words Capital One Shopping It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet?
2: Savings and available coupons vary.
3: Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let
1: earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and
0: nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven, and heaven, and nature sings. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to each and every one of you. Wishing you also again a happy new year. Mike Triplett of ESPN is our guest. Mike, how you doing?
6: Eric?
0: Mike, hey, um, doing, Eric? first of all, let's start off. I, I can hear you now, Mike. You doing Okay. Happy, happy Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to your family, my friend.
6: Thanks, And to you, man.
0: Let's start off with uh, with last night. First of all, again, uh, Mike, the adversity this team has had to overcome all huh. season long. I mean, it, it really, I mean, if you really put it down on paper and you start looking at it, I mean, it's just it, it's amazing. They're seven in seven, and everything they've had to deal with this year.
6: Well, I'm just a little concerned going forward because they're not playing, you know, any more top five teams with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how they're going to perform. That, 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 you know, the the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers bring out the best in them. Um, yep. it, it is pretty incredible. I mean, we we you know, all in one season, we've waffled between you know, talking about whether Sean Payton is coach of the year and Dennis Allen should be the head coach and and you know, home fans booing inside the stadium because they can't move the ball and everything in between. But adversity is the right word. I mean, for years, we wondered what this team would be like without Drew Brees. And for years, we wondered what this team would be like if the salary cap ever caught up with them. Well, both things happened this year. And then the flood of injuries. Uh, and then they got down to the third quarterback of the year. Uh, and they're still in playoff contention. So that's pretty remarkable.
0: Yeah. Not to mention what? Twice bit by COVID with the coach's situation. Yeah. and Once losing <laughs> yes. Sean Payton. Then then again having been displaced, losing a home game. I mean, just so many things they've had to overcome.
6: It's it's really it's really nuts. I mean, you know, the one thing they haven't been able to overcome that might end up being their fatal flaw is 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 the passing offense. Um and, and the lack of receivers that have hurt every quarterback they've tried out. Um, but everything else, and I mean, so much kudos goes to this defense. I mean, we, we wrote a lot this summer about how the defense was, was sort of going to be the lifeblood of the team or, you know, wanted to be the driving force of the team and, and knew they had to be. Uh, but boy, did they take that to the next level and then some last night.
0: You know, Mike, I know you weren't here during, again, the Moore years with the Dome Patrol and those great defenses, but that, this, that defensive performance last night reminded me so much of those defensive teams.
6: Well, yeah, and and probably so in that you know, winning a game nine nothing too and 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 where where the defense wasn't allowed to let up once. Um, you know, I mean, that was six nothing for a long long time last night and it was just give up one touchdown and you and you might lose that game and instead they forced that turnover that set up the 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 nine nothing field goal that seemed insurmountable but a defensive performance like that is even more meaningful uh, when you don't have an offense that's that's getting the job done.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And then from a physicality standpoint, I, I, I told the audience earlier, it reminded me of the playoff games leading into the Super Bowl against against Arizona and Minnesota when, again, of course, they were talking about the bounty situation there. But as physical as, again, they were last night, that, uh, it reminded me, again, the, the physicality of, the, of those teams during that Super Bowl run, especially in the playoffs against Arizona and Minnesota. Look, uh, all legal hits on Godwin, uh, uh, also Evans and Fournette, but all three guys go out. And, again, but it was it, they were swarming all night, all night long, all night long, sideline to sideline.
6: Yeah, and even though there was a bounty gate, I mean, pretty much all those hits were legal uh, um, in that playoff run, too. I mean, if if you can do it legally, uh, playing that punishing style of football still means a lot in the NFL. Uh, and there is something about the Buccaneers that, um, that brings that out in this team. I mean, their emotions are on 110 whenever they play uh, the Buccaneers, and that really shows in these games.
0: And, of course, Tom Brady as well. I mean, look um... – Rightly so, Brady is feared by, again, defenses, uh, fans, teams. But the Saints, again, not, again uh, not just again having the Bucks number the last seven um, uh, regular season games, but having Brady's number for the most part, and they know how to do it. It's pressure. It's constant pressure that makes him, again, that's kind of his kryptonite. It makes him kind of ordinary if there is such a thing for somebody that's considered the greatest uh, quarterback of all time.
6: Well, pressure from the front four being the key, too. Um, Absolutely. Because, you know, we saw this with Drew Brees from the other side for so many years, too. Uh, Guys like Brady and Brees relish when you try to blitz them because they know if you're sending five Mm -hmm. or six, you left people open for them. And they know where to go with the ball. And that's what Dennis Allen said last night, that teams that have had success against Tom Brady over the years are teams that can get that pressure on him with just four rushers. I mean, we think about the two Super Bowls he lost against, you know, the Giants and, like, Michael Strahan and that four-man front that they had. And that's what the Saints have had. Now, that has not always been the case for the Saints all this season long. Um, You know, Cam Jordan was off to a quiet start. Marcus Davenport obviously was out of the lineup so much. They've missed Trey Hendrickson, who who was a monster against Tom Brady last year. Sure, but if the defensive, you know, and obviously David Oyemana missed the first half of the season, if the defensive front has this type of play in them with just that front four, not only can they make the playoffs, um, they can be feisty.
0: Well, I agree with you. I'm telling you right now. To me, that was David Onyemata's best game of the season. He was disruptive. Yeah. Again, he was everywhere. Cam Jordan, again, two sacks. Again, you, know, you hate that he missed that game because of COVID, but he seemed to be fresh. And look, every time Port's on the field, he is a disruptive yeah. force. He just doesn't stay on the field.
6: Right, exactly. He. I, I think, look, I mean, he's still got his detractors out there. I have a Twitter account, so I know they're still out there. Um but I think he has he has earned the respect of people that I think they recognize why the Saints drafted him in the first round and traded up to get him because he's a special talent and you know the health has been the unfortunate side of things but yeah he has really really uh, come into his own as a as a pass rusher and a disruptive force.
0: Mike Tribble of ESPN, I guess. Mike, look, um, the offense has been just you know, decimated by injuries. The defense, not so much. But, again, you mentioned Davenport, who's been injured at times. Uh, Anyamata missed games, obviously, because of the suspension. But two guys that played last night that really made a difference, that seemed to make a difference when they were on the field, are Gardner Johnson and Quan Alexander.
5: You're right.
6: Uh, Last night was just the third game all season where they had their full starting 11. Uh, And I guess you could say starting 12, since you mentioned Quan Alexander. I mean, whether you consider Pete Werner or Quan Alexander the starter, they had them both um and and uh you know both those guys have been injured Gardner Johnson like you said um so you know if this de- when this defense is intact it's it's really really good and and you're right about the offense although I will say the offense has been decimated by injuries Michael Thomas is not coming back and James Winston is not coming back and those two really hurt uh but we're definitely seeing how much it hurts when they don't have both offensive tackles out there yes. it's pretty wild that they can replace one or the other but pretty much without fail this year when they've had both offensive tackles missing, um, you know, that, that's when Trevor Simeon looked his worst, and that's definitely when Taysom Hill looked his worst.
0: Mike, that's, that's the reason why I really didn't give the Saints too much of a chance on Sunday. I mean, missing the bookend tackles against that front seven. And, and, and the offensive line played as well as you could be expected, considering, again, what they were dealing with in front of them.
6: Well, it was funny. I was talking with somebody before the game. That was asking me my thoughts, and they said, Oh, Tampa Bay is just going to kill him, huh? And I said, Well, I mean, the Saints have their entire defensive lineup, and they've done so well against Tampa Bay. They go, So you're making a case for the Saints? I go, Well, no, they could still lose 10 to 3, but I think they could put up a fight. Um, mm-hmm. And and it was funny when I said ten to three. Uh, you know, tur- turns out that ten would have been the magic number for the Bucks, but they, <laughs> they... didn't even get there.
0: <laughs> well, my God, I think Jeff put out something today. Uh, they made uh, the they, they drove three times to the thirty-five yard line, and uh, they didn't get into the red zone at all last night. That tells you something about how great that defense was.
6: It's really really remarkable. And, and, and like I said, I just can't say enough about how well they played, knowing yeah. that they weren't allowed. One screw up, you know, they couldn't they couldn't have one play or one drive. Um, It it was uh, like the way that game was playing out, it felt like the Saints might not get to nine points. So it felt like if they gave up seven, uh, they might be in trouble. And, And to play with that kind of pressure and be walking the tightrope the way they did and give that performance was even all the more impressive.
0: And then i got to give kudos because, yeah, look, the entire season under the radar, Gillikin has come in for Morstead, who might, have been the, who might be the greatest punter in the history of the organization and has not missed a beat, and he has flipped the field consistently every single game. Win or loss, he's been one of the most consistent players on the field.
6: Yeah, I will admit I have not scoured the rest of the league, uh, but I'll be surprised if he's not a first-team All-Pro punter because uh, I can't imagine anyone doing it any better than he's done it this year. Exactly. Like you said, coming out of the shadow of, uh, you know, a beloved all-time player like Thomas said. If only they could find me. Quarterback version of
0: uh, Blake Bortles to replace Drew. <laughs> yes, that'd be nice. Let's talk about that because, Mike. Look, um, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see the All 22. Uh, you know, I, I go back and I like the freeze frame the uh, the the, um, uh, the games to kind of see what's going on and you know at times again as Taysom and quarterback. He seems to go through his progressions, but either he's gun shy to be able to throw the ball at times, or maybe he doesn't see guys getting open. With that said, you know Marcus Callaway, two big two big uh, plays downfield, but that was about it. Uh, at, at halftime, Kamara had 31 receiving and, and rushing yards, and I had to go back and redo the math to make sure it was right. He ended up with 31 uh, receiving and rushing yards at the end of the day, so you know they were keying on Kamara, and then Callaway, uh, ultimately again, uh, this was a defensive win, but Offensively they did just enough and, and hopefully again they, they'll be able to build on that going forward because they're not going to see a front seven like this again.
6: Well yeah. Uh, well unless they see him in the playoffs, which actually correct there's, there's kind of a good chance that this is the two versus seven game in the playoffs to be honest with you. Um which would be a fascinating matchup. But um but I agree, look, I, I think Taysom Hill definitely has his shortcomings. Uh, but I think he can hit the occasional play to keep defenses honest, like we saw with Marcos Calloway. And I think against uh, lesser run defenses, his legs will obviously be much more of a weapon, and the Saints run game overall will obviously be much more of a weapon, and they had to kind of abandon that. But the one thing he absolutely, you know, I don't think he should be allowed to leave the facility this week until he figures out his timing going to Alabama. Yes. Because we talked about this last season. It was something that he just never looked comfortable doing. And last night, I mean, they left 100 yards on the table with him throwing a, a little behind Kamara, a little over yes, Kamara's head. I agree. Hitting him in stride would have been some of the biggest plays of the night.
0: Yeah, and, that, and that's an issue um, going forward, especially if, again, look, <laughs> we'll see what's going to happen with Miami. Uh, they, they're better than Carolina and Atlanta. And, if again, if, if, if there's not a – a little bit of a letdown after this big win. Obviously, again, they, 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 the Miami's winning six games in a row. It, it's going to yeah. be tough. But again, I think it's still a winnable game. But the defense has to continue to play like it is. And offensively, they got to do just enough to be able to get it done. One bright spot yesterday was Mahar, uh, who is, again, hit all three of his field goals. Mike, it's, it's been a challenge for this team this year when it comes to field goal kickers.
6: No question. And look, I was going to say the most clutch performance by a kicker all season, although Brian Johnson did have the one uh, where where he came up huge for them, too. But, uh, it's you know, in a year where you could make an argument that they would have won two more games with more at least kicking, at least one more game, um, um, this is huge. They needed every one of those field goals.
0: Mike, talk about not having Sean Payton on the sidelines and then what this coaching staff was able to do. I mean, that's another part of this. You find out so late that he's out, and then you have to, again, everybody has to shuffle their responsibilities. And, again, there was was one timeout they had uh, where, again, the clock was rolling down and they had to call timeout because the play didn't get in in time. But other than that, it seemed to be flawless.
6: It was smooth, and obviously, look, I never worry about Pete Carmichael calling a game because he's done it for years. He's done it during some of the best years uh, in Saints history, including 2011. Um, uh, but he's done it a lot in the past. So, he, you know, he's not he's not swimming when he's in that role. And you don't worry too much about Dennis Allen like being unfamiliar with what a head coach's duties are because he did that for almost three years in the NFL, even though he didn't have the success he was hoping for and open. Um, but you know what I think last night really emphasized? Uh, which, which has kind of been true all year, but never more so than last night is, what a staff they have. I mean, from top to bottom, uh, yeah. you, you can't ask for a much better coaching staff. Than-
0: no, I, I would definitely agree, no doubt about it. All right, Mike, what do, what, do you, what do you foresee for the next three games before we let you go? Again, Miami at home, and then, of course, you're talking about, is it Carolina on the road and then uh, Atlanta? No, is it Carolina home and Atlanta on the road?
6: Well, yeah. What's funny is I, I kept saying, um, even before these last few games, like you know, even if the Saints lose a couple more, even if they get to you know seven or you know six and eight or whatever their record would have been, they'll probably be favored in each of their last three games, and that that definitely will be the case since they opened as favorites against Miami, and I, I definitely think they'll be favored in the last two. Um, but. Well, what you're asking of the Saints then is to show a consistency that they haven't shown all year long, even when things mm-hmm. were going well early in the season. Are they a team that can win four straight games down the stretch? Uh, I don't know, but individually, I like them in every matchup. And if you're getting Tyrone Armstead and Ryan Ram check that I like them
0: mm-hmm. even more. Yeah, and this can be a this can be a game you can build on a confidence bit. If there was even uh, not that this team doesn't have a tremendous amount of confidence, but this is definitely something you can build on.
6: Oh yeah, build on and, and then so. I mean, uh, you know, I, I was looking at the math when I was like, can they get in at nine and eight? If only they could scratch out a win. Right. But that wasn't just math. That was beaten beating the very best there is in dominant fashion on one side of the ball. If you can do that to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Tampa where they had been dominant mm-hmm. this year, um there's there is not a there's not a team that their defense can't keep them in a game against.
0: I would agree. The cannons were silenced last night in Tampa, and that's always a beautiful thing.
6: Yeah, well, as someone who's covering the game from the press box, I definitely appreciate
0: that. I know you did, no doubt. Mike, thanks for the time. Certainly appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you and your family, and we'll talk again next year.
6: Thanks for having me, Eric. Same to you.
0: That's uh, Mike Trippett of ESPN. Does a fantastic job uh, covering – uh, the Saints for ESPN, at Mike on and, of course, ESPN. Uh, just click on the ESPN logo take you right to uh, uh, the, the Saints uh, uh, the Saints page there where Mike does a great job. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Yes, even on a dreary day like today where it's wet and it's gray and it's ugly and it's just one of those horrible New Orleans winter days, Burkhardt is out, and they're out with the again in force. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, whether it's your AC unit, your heating unit, whether you're looking for electrical repairs or inspection, or, again, you need help with your generator, that APCO whole-home treatment system that, again, cleans your air uh, through, through, through in your air conditioning system. Uh, uh, You get the amazing customer service from Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, Treating your home like their home. And, of course, uh, never cheat you, never gouge you. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away.
3: There's so much hype promoted during the Christmas season nowadays
5: that we forget to focus on the true meaning of giving, not how expensive the gift is, but how much it will touch her heart.
3: Fisher & Sons Jewelers have served our community for over 40 years.
5: And we are dedicated to sharing the art of giving to you and your loved one.
3: Our family wishes you a very Merry Christmas. Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace, in Metairie.
1: Sput here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemedicine center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you.
2: Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started.
0: All right, it's been an absolute blast thanks so much for tuning in I want to thank all of our great sponsors go to eric for a slideshow the sponsor sponsor our program you can let it roll rudy also again i uh, want to thank um rudy back at studio mike Triplett of espn and uh as always thank you so much for tuning into the program whether you're listening uh over the airwaves here at 106.1 fm or again you're listening on the podcast on our anchor podcast uh, and of course, on all podcasting platforms out there. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. I'm wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, a prosperous New Year. Uh, and of course, as always, it's been an absolute blast uh, to be with you four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM. Hey, coming up next, Ken Trahan back in the saddle at, at All Access. He's going to have uh, Les East of CrestviewSports.com. He's going to be talking to some Saints. Christian Clark of The Advocate will jump in the chair, and he'll be talking some PELs tonight. So, again, a full show for Ken Trahan. So, it's easy, man. Just keep it right here. Uh, 106.1 FM, uh, 4 to 7 weekdays. We got you covered with all the great uh, sports, news, culture, you name it. We got you covered right here at 106.1 FM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday. We'll see you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. For another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. From the Dog Catching the Governor, they all got to go.